You are listening to the eighth episode of People of Product World podcast. Today's guest is Revo. Here is next episode of our podcast, People of Product Board. And today, uh, our guest is Revo. Hello, Revo. Hello. Uh, could you please introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, happy to. Uh, so, my name is Martin. But since uh, we have so many Martins around here, I live under the nickname of Revo, which is originally my online alter ego. Um, I was born and raised in Prague, settling in different parts of but over the years, and I was originally a musician. I spent 13 years of my life singing, playing piano, and for a short while even playing violin as well. Um, but then one day I realized that the path of a musician isn't what I'm really looking for. So I panicked a little bit. Having no backup plan, I started exploring different fields. And I ultimately managed to my, find myself as a designer and hopefully I can say an indie game developer as well. Uh, okay, thank you. And you mentioned the indie game developer. Yeah. And what kind, what kind of games? <laughs> well, a couple of years back, uh, me and my colleagues from different work or company uh, founded an indie game studio. And we all shared one common passion, which, is, which was games and we tried to create one ourselves uh we struggled over the years with finding a working good concept but ultimately uh we settled up with a mobile game which we'll be releasing hopefully very soon mm -hmm. uh, it's a game that is very inspired by mathematics it's hard to tell which genre it is Uh, it's called Sign, so if you're curious, you can look it up. Um, and yeah, uh, hopefully we will be able to publish it and uh, I would be able to call myself an uh, indie game developer yeah. officially. <laughs> we will definitely add the link to the to, to show notes uh, for it. Great. Okay, uh, let's uh, move on. Uh, I remember that originally you joined Product Board as a product designer but Sorry. right now you are not a product designer you are doing something else here yeah so i started up as a product designer and when the brand uh, refresh initiative take into motion uh, i took the opportunity and switched my role to uh, brand and communication designer uh, so I'm acting now as sort of a bridge between product and marketing, as well as uh, keeping an eye on our communication, both internal and external, to build on our brand values and principles. Okay, and uh, which role as a designer is better for you? Are you feeling better as a brand designer or as a as a product designer? What what is more close to your heart? Well, uh, when I joined. Uh, I always had like the tendencies to death direction as a brand and communication designer. I just didn't know know that yet. So I kind of like uh, when the moment came up and I saw the opportunity, I just took it because uh, yeah, it was a it was really a no brainer, and it fits what I like to do. Um, 
so well. Yeah. So I'm I'm really happy that I I got the mm-hmm. opportunity. Um, could you please describe the process? You know, for the our brand refresh. Like I, I would say the from the highlight perspective, we don't need to uh we don't need to dig into in, into the <laughs> details and specific struggles with it. But let's say uh what is the overall process here and what what was the way? <laughs> I was it was kind of funny because um the brand refresh initiative was here for a while. Uh there was a designer that was here previously the work on it, uh, then it got stopped. And quite recently, um, I think it was around the time that the whole world was forced to switch on remote, <laughs> uh, Product Board hired uh, interim head of design, Morgan Nutson. And with, with that, things got into motion. I, I, I switched up my code as a designer and... Uh, Yeah, and since then it was like very, very exciting journey because uh, at the beginning we had tons of explorations. We want to revolutionize the the whole brand and we had so many ideas and they were looking cool. And um, But ultimately, um, when we started to piece all the things together and, and evaluate it um, against our values and principles, we started noticing that it doesn't work mm-hmm. and that our main value clarity uh is not really getting enough love so uh we took a giant step back and instead of trying or striving for a revolution uh we went in a different way of uh having a brand evolution i would say mm mm-hmm. So we took what we already had and tried to give all the things in there a meaning. Um and that's that's yeah, that's the direction we took. And that's where we are right now, trying to make sense all of, of from all the things and build up a single language that can be used across the whole product board. Mm-hmm. Externally and internally. Wow. One question comes to my mind. Did you as a as a team for the brand refresh consider to uh remove our arrow logo? I mean the logo as a whole. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh it was there for a while because um we ha- basically had these two like design artifacts. One was uh product board as as such mm-hmm. and the second one was product excellence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we were thinking of ways how to connect those things because mm-hmm. they are heavily um connected. And so yeah, th- there there were some ideas. Uh but yeah, we we didn't choose to go that way because we thought that our logo is strong on its own and uh we had a great story for for the logo to tell. So you will probably learn it anytime soon. Yeah. You are referring to to vessel, right? Yes, yes, that uh, is correct. I really like this idea. How <laughs> how the and actually how the colors are connected to our product. Yeah. It's it was it was a awesome. nice aha moment when it opened up uh, in front of us and it was there. 
yeah, yeah. All pieces of story and 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 values connected. Did did you have some moments when you say to yourself that you know that's enough? I don't want to continue with this brand refresh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had I had a couple of those moments. <laughs> uh, as as a bit always, there are times where you have lots of explorations, lots of, lots of ideas, and they, in one way or another, doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And while they look cool, and they're like, yeah, I, I I could put them as a poster, but in the whole spectrum or like the whole product, whole whole thing. It wouldn't work, and you have to scrap them. Mm-hmm. And we did that to a lot of designs. And our new way or new direction that we took, initially, I wasn't super happy with because it felt, uh, let's say, simple or like too too clear, you know, way too much clear than I would like to. But I fell in love with it later on, and the more I try to design with that particular set of guidelines, mm-hmm. uh, the more I like it. And it opened up new ways of designing and new ways or possibilities for creativity. So at the first, uh, I was kind of sad for it. And I was like, oh, is this really uh, the the thing I want to do? Uh But I got through it, and I fell in love with it. And now I, I, I I'm, I'm kind of proud of what what we achieved. Uh, during the process, uh, did you focus only on digital presentation or also the physical one, like I don't know, roll-ups, pencils, <laughs> the line arts, yeah. and those, or yeah, was it, just about the digital? Uh, we, we try to build an ecosystem for anything online or offline mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't matter we wanted to build foundations upon which we can build later on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so right now it's not like um, we we say hey it's done here it is it's the foundation and we will build upon that add new things maybe come up with new new patterns new new maybe guidelines And we'll widen it as uh, as it seems fit in the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So and we will let it evolve into whatever we we seems fit in in next next years. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. It's more like let's say the the language, right, which you can yeah. use in the in yeah. the future for yeah. any kind of the presence. Like it doesn't need to be only yes. digital. It could be anything yeah. in the physical world, right? Yeah. Yeah. We we want to build a language that anyone who comes into a company uh, can use and uh, build upon that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it has to be easy to understand and easy to follow. Because as we grow, there will be more and more designers, and not only designers, but also salespeople that have their own needs. Mm-hmm. And we need to, because right now uh, we had a lot, lot of different materials, a lot of designs coming out. And also internally, we have lots of different versions of designs. So our goal is to unify all that and have simple language mm-hmm. that anyone can uh, like learn and, and use. 
Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it to have you know <laughs> one repository with all the assets which I can, <laughs> which I can use in slides. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that would be that would be great. Okay, maybe uh, it, it's enough about the brand refresh. Uh, and I would like to ask you: Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? Maybe, maybe one more thing. <laughs> is there opportunity that I was given when when I started working on the brand, and not only the opportunity to switch up the roles and and having something that fits what I what I like and would like to do? Uh, it's also the opportunity to work with like the greatest people, like Morgan Nutson. Uh, which is our interim head of design. Um, he was previously a product designer at Dropbox. And each week as a designers, we we speak with Joshua Goldenberg, which is a VP of design at Loom. And previously he was head of design at Slack. Mm-hmm. And those are great minds that <laughs> enable you to, to grow so quickly. So yeah, that's one of the things I want to scream out to the world that Uh, I love about about product board. You, if you want to grow, and if you want to learn, here's the best opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Not just for the for the designers. I would yeah. say also for the product managers, engineers, and other roles you have here. Okay. Um. Now I would like to switch the topic. Mm-hmm. And uh, you mentioned that you are the developer, right? It, yes. <laughs> you, and probably you are you are a gamer. Yes, I'm a huge gamer. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> what kind of games are you playing? Uh currently I'm mostly into FPS games, so I like to shoot stuff. <laughs> Again, okay, more like online or yeah, yeah, online competitive games like uh, Counter Strike or. I, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not a gamer, <laughs> but I would like to know what is, you know, the hot stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I was playing Counter Strike a lot, uh, but recently I found out about this, uh, pretty, well, it's not small anymore. It, it got larger, um, but it's called Escape from Tarkov, and it's, if you took hardcore realistic combat and things from multiplayer like massive mul- multiplayer online mm-hmm. games together mix sprinkle it up with a little bit with rpg um elements and you would get this game and it's uh, i personally love it i'm that kind of player that if the game is too easy i don't enjoy it mm-hmm. if i don't die And I don't have to repeat some part of the game again and again. I don't feel satisfied. I don't feel. I don't feel I was challenged enough. And this game, uh, in this game, everyone dies and everyone loses at some point. Some more than the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> and I, I assume it's a PC game, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's a PC PC game. And what about some uh, gaming hardware? Is there anything special you are looking for? Uh, I think the new generation consoles are mm-hmm. looking pretty dope. And also the new graphics cards that are about to release and uh, some of them already released, uh, the 3080 and 3090 RTX mm-hmm. are looking great and at a great value. So I think the gaming in near future will be 
super cool. We will have so many powerful hardware out there. So I'm really looking forward to mm -hmm. which games uh, will utilize it. Maybe Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, what do you think about uh, virtual reality? Is it is it a future of gaming? I have kind of love and hate relationship with VR. Uh, I bought my first VR headset back, I think it was 2017 or 2018. Uh, back in then, I, I, I got my first headset, which was HTC Vive. I enjoyed the games, even though there were like four or five like real games and not like technical dem demos. And I played a lot of super hot VR. I loved that game. Mm -hmm. A lot of Beat Saber, even though I'm not that much into... Like I enjoy playing it occasionally. I'm just not like spending all my VR time in there. I like to shoot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so Super Hard VR was really the choice for me. But then I played through all the games that were available. And for, for months, there wasn't anything new coming mm -hmm. out or anything interesting. So I put it, put it down and just uh, didn't really use it often. Uh, after a year and a half, I, I bought... Uh, another headset, which was Vive Pro, Vive Pro Eye, because it has eye tracking. I was like, okay, maybe they will, some games will utilize it, and mm -hmm. we'll see. I will support uh, this this trend, and uh, maybe I will help the VR industry to 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 grow, even if it's like drop in the ocean. <laughs> and it had better display, better like almost everything across the board. It was better. I replayed all the games that I played before, and then I just put it put it up because there was nothing to play anymore. Mm -hmm. And now uh, Half Life Alex came out. I ordered the Valve Index, and I'm still waiting for it. It was a year, and I'm still waiting <laughs> to get my because I refuse to play that game without Valve Index because mm -hmm. it's designed for it yeah. and. I want the knuckle controllers and everything, and I want really the best experience I can get, but I'm still waiting for it. And <laughs> thanks to COVID and everything, it seems that it will be quite a while since I will get my hands on one. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, then thank you for insights to uh, the gaming and to VR. <laughs> and uh, here I would like to thank you for your time and uh, see you at next episode. <laughs> Thank you for, for having me. Thank you for listening to the People of Product Board podcast. Check us out at productboard.com.